It's time for the KHNS Local News. I'm Brendan Wilkes. Today in the news, black seaweed is a culturally significant delicacy in southeast Alaska. But in recent years, traditional harvesters say it doesn't look or taste right and it's difficult to find. Now, a regional native nonprofit hopes a new study can help save the harvest. Coast Alaska's Angela Denning reports. Irene Dundas has harvested black seaweed her whole life, near Cake when she was young and near Ketchikan as an adult. The harvest happens in May, when the seaweed is exactly the right size. Dundas and family members travel by boat to specific large rocks far from shore. It must be low tide so they can pull the seaweed off the rocks. When you're grabbing it in your handful, it looks like you're grabbing a handful of long, thick black hair. Black seaweed is found in more treacherous areas. It needs nutrients that only come from lots of moving water. Dundas harvests about 50 gallons to share with family and friends. Processing is lengthy, drying the seaweed into bite-sized pieces. It kind of looks crunchy like a piece of popcorn, but the flavor is like the black seaweed that you put on sushi. It's that exact flavor. She transfers the wet seaweed in pillowcases and puts it outside on several large tables to dry. But in the years 2021 and 2022, she noticed something was wrong. The seaweed had a very, very distinct, strong, strong smell. There was a um, discoloration, this light green color. I felt like it had a little bit more metallic taste to it. To get any good seaweed this year, she traveled for hours by boat near the Canadian border. Her past harvests she threw away. I was alarmed and very, very, very upset. I had no clue what was going on. This year, I hardly had anything of a harvest. Kiolani Booth collects black seaweed on the outer waters near Metlakatla and southern Prince of Wales Island. I usually give out quite a bit to our community members that can't go out. Um, And I was only able to get a a minute amount, and it was kind of heartbreaking because, you know, some of these people depend on me to bring them some seaweed for the year. Booth says black seaweed could be like a canary in a coal mine a warning of what could come from climate change. It's a very hard seaweed to try to cultivate. It's very sensitive, which, you know, you realize that in the open ocean, it's a precursor to all the things that are stronger in the ocean. The Matlakatla tribe got a grant to start researching the problem two years ago. That research is ongoing. And last month, Dundas and Booth carried their concerns to a meeting in Juneau, hosted by the Sea Alaska Heritage Institute. Harvesters and scientists discussed what to do. Jennifer Clark from Vancouver brought a Western science perspective. She works for a kelp company, but studied the effects of climate change on seaweed for her PhD. In a post-doctoral project, she worked with indigenous groups in central British Columbia about black seaweed disappearing there. In 2016, it's almost completely missing from the intertidal shoreline. Clark's research linked the disappearance to an enormous hot water mass in the northern Pacific known as the Blob. In 2014 and 2015, the Blob moved from the Gulf of Alaska down to California. It was followed by more heat from El Nino, which elevated seawater 1 to 2 degrees, enough to destroy the black seaweed. These heat waves are kind of unprecedented. They just cause disruptions in life cycles and disturbances in the intertidal, which most of the seaweeds that you find are intertidal subtitles. So they're getting extreme changes in their habitat. 
she learned that black seaweed couldn't survive past 64 degrees. As temperatures cooled in the years after the blob and El Nino double whammy, B.C. seaweed started to come back, but not like before. Clark doesn't know if Alaska's black seaweed problem was also affected by the blob. She says it would take more research. But she does know that black seaweed anywhere has challenges ahead if climate predictions come true. I think if it was persistent, like if we were to increase two degrees, 2050, um, I think that's the projection is one and a half degrees, then maybe they won't be so resilient and they'll just kind of exist as much as they can until they're they're wiped out. Black seaweed is, you know, really important to us as a food source, but also for its cultural components. Rosita Worrell is the president of Sea Alaska Heritage Institute. She says the seaweed is critical to many communities in and out of Alaska because it's shared and traded. It's like a glue that binds our community together through our, our widely sharing patterns. And then the other important thing, it also has spiritual dimensions. Black seaweed is distributed and consumed uh, during our ceremonies. Sea Alaska Heritage Institute is creating a committee comprised of harvesters and scientists to start studying the problem. They're also documenting the historical practices of the harvest and how it's changed in recent years. They hope the information will help them figure out if there's any way to save black seaweed. Reporting for Coast Alaska, in Petersburg, I'm Angela Denning. That's it for the KHNS Local News. I'm Brandon Wilkes. You can find this story and learn how to access the KHNS News as a podcast at khns.org news. This is KHNS, Haines, Skagway, and Cluck One at 102.3 and Transera K220, BK, Skagway, Alaska at 91.9.